Welcome back. I'm Alex Pearson, and this is your weekend edition of On Point. And for our last segment today, this is my interview with a Canadian father who has been separated from his child for months because of the closure of the U.S.-Canadian border, but he did manage to find a loophole that suggests the border isn't all that closed. John Keogh joining us today. And normally, John, we would talk to you about you know your expertise, which is in the food supply chain on those kinds of issues. But you just happen to be one of those people um, who, through no fault of your own, got separated from family, specifically your six-year-old child, who you've really only been able to speak with by video because your child's in L.A., that's right, Alex. Great to talk to you again. It's uh, one of those situations that, uh, you know, when you're told you can't do something, you just get a little bit more anxious. So for the last uh, three months, since the end of February, we've been communicating primarily by uh, by video every day. So uh, about two weeks ago, I thought, okay, I got I to gotta see if the situation has changed. So I called U.S. Uh, uh, Customs and Border Protection in both Calgary and Vancouver. And I said, look, I haven't seen my six-year-old son. He's in L.A. I haven't seen him for three months. Uh, any chance that I can get in? And they said, sir, that's not a problem. Once there's a flight going, you can go. And so when we get news earlier this week that the border is going to stay shut down until I think possibly uh, at least mid-July, um, when do you think you're going to be able to go? Oh, I'm in LA right now. So you've gone there. So you yes. had to. So how did you get across the border? Then did you basically get out of Ontario and pass somewhere somewhere else? Well, I, I talked with Air Canada and I said, "Look, what options do I have available?" And they said, "Look, there's no direct flights from Toronto to uh, LA. So, you, but you, it's no problem with you flying via Vancouver." So I took that option, and it was very easy. Air Canada were fantastic to. Uh, helped me schedule it. Um, they even offered me a flight the day, the, the next day. Um, so I flew on, on, uh, June the 2nd and, uh, everything worked out, uh, really, really perfect. Um, a few things that I noticed at the, at the airports and due, through the whole journey is that there was, you know, I thought people would be a little bit uptight or anxious, but everyone was relaxed. The Air Canada crew were fantastic. Uh, I think passengers were generally relaxed. And were there calm. actually any other passengers with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there was more than more than fifty percent of the plane was full. Of course, the the middle seat is uh, is blocked now. It's kept uh, it's kept free. Mm. Uh, you still have crowding when people are getting on the plane and uh, and when they're deboarding. You know, getting their luggage and stuff. So they're you know one foot apart. Um, but outside of that, it was a pleasant journey. Um, Apart from not knowing that there's no food on board and no no drinks. Well, it was yeah. There, there were a lot of things missing before this thing started, anyway. But I think a lot of people would be surprised that you can actually get across, given everyone thinks the entire border shut. But clearly, the border is not really shut because there are loopholes. Well, um, I, I looked at the U.S. Uh, Homeland Security website, and the first thing I noticed was the dates that Canada has and the U.S. has for opening the border are different. They mm -hmm. differ by one day. So Canada talks about reopening the border on the 21st of June, and the U.S. Uh, Homeland Security talk about the 22nd of June. So that's the first anomaly I saw. But when you actually go into the details of Homeland Security, they go through all of the reasons and rationales of why you can cross the border. Um, but they say this is not uh, applicable to air travel, and I didn't know that. That's uh, that's interesting because I think that would surprise. It certainly surprises me. I just figured, you know, if we can't cross the border, we can't cross the border, whether it's by land, sea, 
or air. And so, you know, a lot of people want to go, I w- I'm supposed to be going to see my sister in Connecticut. Um, I'm not sure I can do that. Certainly I can't cross by a car, but are you telling me that, let's say if I book through Air Canada, I could fly across the border that way? Absolutely. Um, it's it's very clear on the Homeland Security uh, website. I, I looked at it again this morning to see if there was any updates uh, and the you know uh, if there was an extension to the end of July, which is expected. Uh, but no, and and they're still very clear that uh, the the restrictions right now do not apply to air travel. So I was quite surprised with that, and I was quite surprised with the amount of people that were actually on the flight. Uh, from Toronto to Vancouver, and also mm-hmm. there was uh, a full flight. Again, barring the center seats were were, were kept free, but uh, there were almost two full flights. Okay, okay, this is all surprising to me because you know we've had people on the show. I mean, I spoke with a, a young man from uh, the United from staying in California. He's Canadian. Uh, he's trying to come across with his U.S. bride, and they have been told, "No, you can't come in." Um, and so there are a lot of people that are stuck outside the country. Now he may be able to get in. That might be a different issue where she can't because she's not a Canadian uh, citizen. But certainly, um, a lot of people I think just assume they're not going to be able to get uh, across the border at this point. That that's right. And I think Canada is taking a much more strict uh, approach to this than the U.S. And certainly. Uh, in my discussions with uh, with U.S. Uh, Customs and Border Protection, they were very open. And in fact, the first thing I'm, I must say, Alex, is I was shocked that I got them on the phone uh, in both Calgary and in Vancouver. And I called two of them just to see if it was consistent and, and exactly the same message. Sir, if there's a flight going, you can travel. Wow. Okay. Um, so how concerned are you? And I'm, I, I will ask about your, your, your uh, you know, reunion with your little guy in just a sec, but, uh, you know, how concerned are you that you might not get back? I mean, there are several new outbreaks across uh, more than 20 U.S. states. Do you have a concern that you might not get back into Canada? Well, as a Canadian citizen, I, I don't think they can block me per se. Uh, when I am coming back to Canada, I have to go into the compulsory 14-day uh, self-quarantine, which which is absolutely uh, uh, compulsory, and I understand that. I'm doing that down here as well. I think I'm in day nine or day 10 right now. I have been outside the door. And, and all of that is fine. I mean, uh, spending time with uh, my son here is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm, I'm not particularly concerned about going back. However, my return flight on the 27th of June was cancelled with no mm. reason. And uh, I called Air Canada. It uh, was two hours waiting on the phone, which is understandable. Um, but they, they found a, the first return flight to Toronto, uh, direct flight, is uh, on July the 1st. So I'm now scheduled to return to Toronto on July the 1st. They said if something happens that these flights are cancelled again, uh, the flights to Vancouver and back will still be running. Wow. Okay. Well, that is uh, that's new information. I, I I didn't realize that that's how how it was working. Now, on a bright note, you finally got to see your child. I mean, three months away from physical and human contact with a child, especially that young, um, it, it can be I think pretty detrimental, not just to mom and dad, but but to that child, uh, you know, himself. That had to have been a very very not only relieving moment for you, but for him. Yes, I mean, as soon as I got to the door, and he he, he runs out and and uh, and you know wants to hug me, and I have to tell him no, wait until I change my clothes and and have a shower, just to be you know very extremely cautious. So that was difficult for him to understand uh, when Papa had to do that. 
but his 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 mother uh, was able to manage that and explain it. So I ran up, changed my clothes, got them into the laundry straight away, uh, had a shower, came down, and then I, I got this uh, enormous squeeze and hug for probably a half an hour. Um, and I, I think you know it, it, it was an amazing feeling after three months to uh, to be reunited. And the first uh, the first thing I had to do was cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that is big in demand uh, and still not allowed here. Well, no, not not if you're in the GTHA. They've started to open up the province uh, uh, for the rest of that. But um, you know, I guess if you're going to be stuck, uh, at least you're stuck with him now. So um, you know, at least you can be together if by chance they don't allow you to fly back. Yeah, I think uh, being here and being able to uh, work with his his mom um, on on you know the the overall family situation is is much better. Uh, while I was away, uh, his mother is Vietnamese and they've been living in the U.S. for about four years now. Um, because I couldn't get down, um, her sister actually came over from Vietnam. Now mm-hmm. we're in Orange County. And in Garden Grove, which is the Vietnamese community, it's called Little Saigon. And we, of course, we know now about uh, how Vietnam has uh, has defeated the uh, the virus. Less than you know, three hundred cases, or just over three hundred cases, and no deaths. So before I actually left here in February, um, uh, Mikey's mother uh, wouldn't allow any family or friends uh, into the house. So they were very, very switched on right at the early stages. And at that time, Alex, I had just come from a, a, a three-day conference in Seattle, uh, in, ironically, a food safety conference. And the day I was leaving, the uh, state governor of uh, Washington uh, declared the state of emergency. So at, at that point, she basically shut down outsiders coming into the house. So yeah. they were super protective. But because I was away and we had no uh, uh, sight on, on when I was able to come down, um, her sister was able to fly from Vietnam to come over and help her. Because, you, you know, you have a six-year-old yeah. and the school yeah. issues an iPad. And says, Tr- okay, trust me, I got on. a seven-year-old. I know how, I, I know those challenges. I, it, I exactly. Hear. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you got the, um, you know, back with your son. And um, I guess I'll see how your journey comes back and if you have any hassles on that way. But nonetheless, clearly you can go back and forth on the border. John, I appreciate your time on this. No problem. Thanks, Alex. All the best. That is your show for this week. Be sure to join us live Monday to Friday starting at 630. Have yourself a great weekend. I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.